Are you screen recording it too? Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So people could see our beautiful faces too. I'm over here like, <laughs> um, I completely forgot that we're going to actually record this for YouTube. <laughs> so of course I pop a blackhead and now I have a majorly large scar because hello. And um, I was like, I'm not going to do my makeup because I don't want it to get infected. So hello, YouTube. This is what I look like with no makeup. My hair is literally disgusting. Hello, my name is Lena. What's you're, up? You're still beautiful. You're always oh beautiful. God, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like totally not prepared. It's like at least my boobs look good, you know? So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind the mess behind me. This is my game room, so it gets pretty. I'm grody. in my boyfriend's studio. It's okay. <clears> I'm like <throat> black backdrop, but I'm excited. I get so excited for Thursdays because I know it's the day we're gonna record. Mm -hmm. Even though I talk to you every day, anyways, but still, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> it's like our little date or hangout session. I love it. I do too. Um. I was really looking forward to it, especially with this week's topic that you came up with. And I actually have um, a website pulled up right now that has a lot of stuff on it. Once but again, I did absolutely no research. <laughs> I didn't do a whole lot. Um, I just pulled up um, basically. So uh, welcome to LNL uh, Unfiltered, guys. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. Uh, I'm yeah i'm logan you're one of your co-hosts and i'm lena what's going on also known as the lady with many names <laughs> liana magdalena magda magdalena maggie mag jesus christ strom <laughs> i have so many nicknames. crazy yeah <laughs> i'm gonna so make that i'm gonna guys. make that name a character in my book strom <laughs> <laughs> go for it I can't wait to read it. Mm. Yes, we're staying hydrated, yeah. you guys. We got some water. We got some coffee. We both are eating a brownie. Where'd my brownie go? Somewhere behind my computer. I don't know. Almonds. My brownie's on my chair. Uh, yeah, I'm eating brownies and uh, Hershey's sliced chocolate cream cake. Are you serious right now? <laughs> <laughs> like, are you are you kidding me? Hello, where's mine? um yours is about a thousand miles away in my belly okay i'll go to my local supermarket and try to find it not that i need any more sugar because i i'm a sugar whore but we both are yeah can you oh my... imagine if we actually got together what that would look like no it would be new york all over again it would be us like literally running around all fucking day and night just like by the time we got to one place for and looked for or thought about looking for food or set to sit down and eat food we'd be thinking of another place to go yep. for the next meal yep dunkin donuts donuts crepes cookies then we'd go to walgreens because i needed some chocolate at three in the morning <laughs> mind you we were both living in a model apartment trying to model and we were eating very healthy definitely fashion standards approved oh my god but it's you know it's whatever so do you want to tell our viewers what the topic is today yeah it is um side effects of 
I'm trying to figure out how to uh, phrase it correctly. It was uh, side effects of parent shit. How did you phrase it? How parenting skills yeah. have different types of parent how different ways of parenting can affect you as an adult how you were brought up by specific characters may i say and how you were raised and how you were talked to and treated affects your day-to-day -day life as an adult and how that helps you develop and the many different ways that parents raise their kids you know from very loving and positive to very standoffish and negative and you know regretful i don't know if that's a word i think it is yeah but so, so basically like the argument between nature versus nurture yeah mm -hmm. like being standoffish letting nature take its course and letting the child figure out for themselves what and just being supportive right instead of being instead yeah. Of, yeah and oh uh well do you want to share a little bit about like where this stemmed from and um kind of like where you are as an individual and how sorry i'm like really far away from my mic is probably going to be my audio is probably going to be quiet um and how so who you are now as an adult um and how you were raised and how you are now being treated okay um well for everybody that has listened to our previous podcast i'm sure that you are familiar that i moved here from poland when i was 10 years old so I'm Polish American and I'm definitely Americanized by now. So for me, it's like from zero years old up until I was 10, you know, I grew up in Poland. So how they raise children there is completely different the way that, you know, American parents raise their children. So um, although I did have a very loving um, upbringing, there was obviously a lot that I don't agree with like in Poland it's okay to hit your kids it's okay to spank your kids it's okay to take a leather belt and you know whoop the kid across the ass you could slap the kid on the face like it's okay to abuse your children basically mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say I don't agree with that but growing up you know in an environment where all my friends were getting their asses spanked and you know hit with a leather belt and you know disciplined like crazy I just thought it was the norm until I moved to America and I was like wait none of these kids are getting disciplined that way so I just didn't think that was right and um I definitely have memories of you know being very upset about you know how my mother talked to me or how she handled certain situations like I remember when I was six years old I went to my friend's house and I didn't tell her and when I came home she took a leather belt and like whooped my ass but to me that was normal that was like a consequence if you do something wrong the kids just expect it like they know that that's gonna happen yep and I mean sorry not to cut you off um but that was the case back when I was growing up growing up as well that was this, really yep if we misbehaved or if we did something you know quote unquote wrong 
then mm -hmm. um, we were met with a physical um, consequence, a negative physical okay. consequence. And that's that sounded very vague, but we basically we would get spankings or um, we would have to go outside and pick a switch off of a tree. And so basically what that is, is it's a literally part of the tree that we would have to break off. We would have to go outside, pick it or choose it for ourselves, pick it, come back inside and then get spanked with it. Okay. Um, okay. So I guess we both have similar, you know, experiences. So do you think that this affect this kind of behavior by your parents, do you think that it affected the way you are as an adult? And do you think it's a positive thing or do you think it's a negative thing? I definitely think it's a negative thing. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll take it back. I, th I, yeah, I think it was a positive. I think it was a negative. The reason why I think it was a positive was because it taught me what not to do. Okay. As, as an adult, as a parent. Um, okay, def yeah. Definitely a negative um, because it was, it, 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 I believe that's where my anxieties stemmed from. Yeah. growing up as an uh growing up but while you know being spanked or you know having this that type of um those types of consequences for you know being bad so um one thing that I, and I'm not saying I'm a perfect father or anything like that but like my son he's getting older he's um five he'll be six in January and so like now that he's getting to this point where he can like really understand where dad is coming from like dad me um where i'm coming from i'll pull him aside whenever he's having a, a fit or something and i i won't get stern with him i'll say what's going on talk to me like what's what's wrong and yeah. we'll we'll talk it out and yeah. instead of you know me being the way my parents were like if so if I were acting up they'd literally pick me up by one of my hands and they'd be holding on to me wow. like this and then they you know whip the crap out of me regardless if I was in public or not so like that's one of the things that I've seen and I've encountered as an an adult now that like trying to actually calm the child down instead of giving them a negative with a negative they're feeling negatively yeah. so what do you think is going to happen when you give them more negativity that's not going to make the situation better exactly it, it's going to make it worse or it's going to stay the same so positive reinforcement and i'm not saying positive like give them praise for acting the way that they're acting i'm saying be positive in your approach to their negativity because they're going to cancel each other out that's just something that i've experienced as an as a parent and as an adult yeah i'm not a parent so i can't obviously relate to that but i just i agree with you that yes it has taught me what i don't want to do to my kids when i have them i don't think that hitting a child or yelling at them or being any kind of violent towards mm -hmm. the children is going to get or yield a positive effect out of them. If it's anything, it's going to cause you, you're going to have trust issues because, you know, you will feel like you can't come and like tell your parents or your spouse or your friends 
anything that you maybe have done wrong because you're going to be afraid of the consequences like subconsciously not necessarily like when you're actually doing it but I feel like your brain automatically will be like okay well if I say that I did this and it's not right I'm afraid of like my friends yelling at me or my parents disciplining me or my spouse like even getting physical with me so it definitely caused me a lot of anxiety by the things that have you know been done to me when I was a kid and I just I feel like I definitely have trust issues because when I look, when I was like a little bit older, I started to kind of understand what's going on. And I was like, well, I'm only eight or I'm only seven. And I was smart enough to know that I'm only seven. I don't know better. But what about the adult that is disciplining you that is so much older than you, you know, like, why are they doing this to me? And now as I grow up as an adult, I started to like, I suffer from panic attacks and anxiety and, you know, um, trust issues and daddy issues and mommy issues and all the fucking issues out there that are laid out on the table. But, and I started to dig deeper to see why, why is this happening to me? And I was like, well, what happened in my childhood? Cause that's usually what a therapist will ask you first. Well, how was your childhood? And I was like, that was good, but there was also bad, you know? And to me, it's like, if you're an adult, you know, you can't expect a child to, reason with you because they're not on that level or mental capacity you know you have to stoop down to them so for example a child is having a fit or if they're you know being silly or doing something wrong like you can't expect them to understand what they're doing you almost have to like get on their level and be like okay honey like what's going on why are you having a fit why are you saying these things or you have to like explain to them in layman's terms like they're little kids like this is wrong and this is why you shouldn't be throwing this at your classmate or you shouldn't be, you know, throwing yourself on the ground and like kicking and stuff. Cause you can get hurt, you know, like, come on, like I would try to calm the child down and just try to talk on their level as opposed to like expecting them to understand what I'm trying to say to them, because that's just, that's ridiculous. They're mm-hmm. six, you're 26, you know? So it's like, so 20 year difference between you, like, hello. So I definitely think that by like disciplining your kids, <laughs> in such a harsh way it can definitely lead to a lot of things like when you're growing up and you know even like as you get older like obviously your parents don't hit you they just like you know they're like I'm the parent you're the kid you have to listen and what I say is right and I think that's the wrong approach because you can't really when somebody's acting like that towards you you almost as if don't want to share a lot of things with the person or you don't you're not as open you're very closed because you're like, well, you're always right. So I guess what I'm feeling doesn't matter or is wrong. So why am I going to talk to you? So I guess like, you know, you're always so afraid of getting hit or getting shut down or, you know, just getting dismissed. So you bottle all of this in. And for me personally, I just um, learned, I have like an on and off switch. So I would just turn my feelings on when I wanted them to be on. And I would turn the switch off when I didn't want to deal with it. Like my mom was being an asshole. And she was being super mean. I turned that switch off and I was like, nope, I'm not dealing with this. Same with my dad or, you know, anybody at this point in life. So it started with my parents and then it translated into the relationships I had in the past, like with my boyfriends. And I would just have this on and off switch. And to the point where I guess I have so much bottled in inside of me that I can't contain it anymore. And this is where the anxiety comes. This is where the panic attacks come. And they're just very random and I can't control them. So any situation could set it off. Like, for example, 
you know, I went to a meeting with my agency and I had a panic attack. Like they didn't know because I masked it, but I was like, oh my God, I'm having a panic attack. And I don't know, I don't know where it came from, but then I was like, okay. So, you know, I look at them as like, you know, they're, they're my boss, they're my agency. So they're higher up than me. So I'm so afraid like that they're going to try to like discipline me or something. Like I look at like my agents as like my parents. So I'm always so anxious to like go and see them because I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. From like when I was a child, you know, like anytime my mom would ask to see me or ask to speak to me, it was never like a good thing. Mm -hmm. So I think in my mind, even not even like with my agency, but anytime I had like, you know, a job or anything, like I would get so anxious because I'd be like, oh my God, like they're the higher ups. So I'm afraid that I'm going to get yelled at or something. And it's not that it's actually happening. It's just something that is so subconscious that it's like affecting my social skills, you know, or like if my friend calls me or my boyfriend calls me, I need to talk to you. I automatically get anxiety. I'm like, why? What did I do? What's yep, wrong? Like, exactly. what are the negative, like, you know, repercussions that I'm going to reap? Like what, what's going on? So I think like because my parents would do that to me, like they would try to you know, always be like, we need to talk, like you're in trouble, like that signaled, like I'm in trouble. So now anytime, like my booker can call me be like, Hey, I need to talk to you. Can you come into an office? And it's a job, you know, that I booked. I'm like, Oh my God, they're going to fire me. They hate me. What's going on. I gained weight. Like all these crazy, like thoughts come in because it's just associated when, you know, when I was a child being brought up. And so that, that's what I think. And I think it's definitely, it affected me in my adult life because things that your parents, you know, instill in you when you're young, they just develop. And if things don't happen to change them at an early on age, I think that they just grow and fester and you might be able to put them away, but they're going to come to surface at some point. And it's just going to hit you from all different angles. And that's where I think like social anxiety comes from panic attacks, anxiety, any of those like crazy feelings that we sometimes have as adults, we don't really realize that that our childhood's um, the way we were brought up or talked to or treated as children, they just come to surface in our adult life. Mm -hmm. so. I, I really agree um, that the negative experiences we had as children um, definitely created this mental image of us always going to be met with a harsh and negative reaction whenever mm -hmm. we do anything because something in our heads is saying because our our bodies and our minds learn even when we're not even conscious of it and so when we sit there and really think about it our minds are telling our bodies to react in a certain way because of something that we could have forgotten but our bodies didn't. And that's why we are having these negative reactions yeah. and to situations that couldn't have even been likely to be a negative situation. Like you were saying, you know, you were getting called by your boss and you were afraid that, oh shit, like they're going to fire me because of this or because of that just because of a simple phrasing that was very similar to something that your parents said and did when you were a child. Yeah. Hey, give me one. 
We're back after some technical difficulties. Yeah, that was weird. We both started to lose, know. like, issue, have issues there. Todd's like, stop talking shit about the way your parents raised you. <laughs> I'm no, about to be, and I'm about to be like, God, you and me about to have some words because you're interfering with some shit. I know, but I also wanted to like say like, you know, I never really endured. I would get spanked and I would get yelled at, but I wanted to touch on things like, I guess I got a little bit of physical abuse, but I guess maybe back in those days when we were kids, it was normal in Poland it was it was very normal like you know it was just something that you did it was just something that you did and that's it you got spanked you got yelled at all the time all my friends got yelled at so it was just normal so I guess like when the parent sees how another parent disciplines their kid it's very normal but there is also there's physical and there is verbal abuse I never really got verbally abused but what about those kids that the parents tell them you're useless. You're stupid. You're never going to be anything. You're never going to make it. Stop trying so hard. You're worthless. Like I've seen my friends go through it. And I think that that can really set you up for failure in your adult life. Mm -hmm. Um, I specifically remember my, my dad saying, Oh my God, this, who <laughs> he said specifically, yeah. do not ever bring home a black girl. He said in continuation, and don't you ever say that you are gay. Hmm. And this was when I was probably six or seven years old. And I remember that. Okay. And the, for me, I feel like that was a type of verbal abuse. That is. Because, you know, it's that that's probably one thing that really like stuck with if with me all of those years prior to, to me actually coming out. Yeah. And that prevented me to, from coming out and being my true self, you know? Yeah. And his, uh, their, their react, yeah, their reactions when I actually came out was um, very in line with that first initial comment when that I heard from him when I was in six or seven years old. It was, mm-hmm. you know, they completely shut me out of their lives. They didn't want anything to do with me. If I needed financial help, I was on my own. Granted, I had already been an adult for yeah. four years and on my own and doing fine. So I didn't need them. But I didn't have them, their emotional support. Yeah. And That's, yeah. How do you think that affected your life as an adult? Um, it It really put things into perspective that even those um that you were that you claim to be your family aren't really your family if when certain situations like that actually happen granted you know we're working on things me and my my folks and my family we're working on things and you know we're making some great progress and I'm actually really happy about it but um 
the fact that you know that situation actually happened i think that they were more more worried about how the public view was going to affect them instead of how it actually affected me Yeah. Yes, you guys. My internet keeps shitting out. Sorry <laughs> about that. No big deal. But as I was saying, I mean, as you were saying, how do you think that translated your parents speaking or your dad saying those things to you? How did how did how has that affected your adult life today? Um, I definitely get super anxious when someone says, "Don't do this. Don't be this." um and i'm just like okay and then that's that's what i'm fixated on no matter what the situation is or like if it was a if i was being given if i was being given a task like say at work or something yeah. and then as soon as they finished saying saying the task and then they said don't be this or don't do this that's all i'm fixated on that's what my mind goes to. It's what it's almost like I'm self-sabotaging myself. Yeah. Because I don't want this thing to happen. And yet somehow it might just happen just because I, I might try to do everything in my power for it not to happen. And then it, it still happens or it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. Almost. Yeah. It's like I'm manifesting it in a way to. Yeah. And it's just, it's weird. Um, but I really can't, I can't stand it. I can't stand the thought of someone saying that I can't do something, that I shouldn't do yeah. something. Um, and it's not and like since i've come out and i've done one of those things that he's said that i can't or that i shouldn't do it's like i have a power complex now it's like i want to control everything mm -hmm. because i want to make sure that I I want to make sure that that never happens to anyone else. Yeah. That makes sense. So yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I definitely um I understand what, where you're coming from because I remember when I was studying for my LSAT. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even want to be a lawyer or go to law school. It was just kind of instilled in my head. It's like, you're going to go to college. You're going to be a lawyer. You're going to be a lawyer. Your cousin's going to be a doctor and you're going to be a lawyer. And um, so I just kind of accepted my fate. And I remember like my dad dropping me off at a train station. And it was like right when my best friend got married and uh, she bought a house with her husband. And, you know, I told her, I, I told him, I was like, yeah, like my friend just bought a house. Like she got married. And I'm like, I'm really looking forward to like buying a house myself. And he's like, you're never going to be able to afford a house. 
And I was like, but she literally told me that if I'm a lawyer and I do all these things, like I'll be successful, you know? And I was so upset. And I was just like, holy shit, like my own father doesn't believe that I can own a house one day. Like that's fucked up. And um, I ended up studying for the LSAT for years because while I was studying for my LSAT, I also had a dream of doing modeling, but he mm-hmm. hated it. He would shut it down all day, every day, all day, every day. He was so negative about it. And I was so focused on like pursuing my career as a model, but also like try to make my father happy and like proud that I'm a lawyer. So he's not like embarrassed of me and that I can be like the successful person that he wants me to be. But then just like hearing him say that, I was like, wait, what? So that like kind of threw it off track. And I still like went and studied and I ended up taking the LSAT and I fucking failed it. And I was really embarrassed to tell a lot of fucking people um at the time my roommate knew and we were like kind of laughing about it and then he's like why are you so worried about it he's like it's just a test he's like you have like a successful modeling career and I almost like forgot what I've done as a model you know like Mm -hmm. I like looked back and I was like holy shit like my dad was literally shitting on my modeling career mind you like I walked for Dolce and Gabbana like a show I've done Victoria's Secret. I signed with Ford. I signed with Next in Miami. I was able to like, you know, pay most of my bills by myself because at that time I was still like a little bit younger. So like my parents were, you know, giving me a few hundred dollars here and there just to like help out. Yeah. But I was like, he literally told me I'm never going to be able to own a house or like I'll never be successful in anything that I do. And I was like, I'm successful in something that like you literally shitted on my whole life. And that's what I wanted to do. And I failed at what you wanted me to do. So now I'm anytime I try to do something, you know, I am so afraid of telling people my dreams and aspirations and goals and ask for things because I'm afraid that I'm going to be shut down. And I almost like as if don't believe in myself, because right. if somebody doesn't think it's right or doesn't think I'll be successful in it or, you know, like I'll just be instantly shut down and, you know, um, I don't know, made fun of or whatever. And I'm like sitting here and I'm like, dude, like everything that my father told me I won't be able to do, you'll never be a successful model. Sure, I'm not a supermodel, but I've done it. You're never going to fucking make money trading, bitch, I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be successful with a clothing line because you can't fucking draw. <laughs> dude, my company is finally registered with the USPTO. That's huge. That is huge. Um, you're never gonna like when he saw my first YouTube video, he's like, that fucking sucks. Like it's pointless. It's stupid. My YouTube channel keeps on growing every day. And I'm just like, I'm not doing it to prove him wrong, but anything that I always wanted to do was shit on. And the one thing that he wanted me to do, I literally failed at because I was like, not interested. And I'm just like, I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, if my kid ever comes to me, mommy, I want to be a soccer player or mommy, I want to be a musician or anything like crazy that doesn't revolve, you know, around being a doctor or a nurse or, you know, those typical career paths. I can't imagine saying to my kid, you're never going to succeed in that. You know, I can never see, I can never see them. And it's like, I don't know, like maybe I have done those things because it's like, 
I don't, I don't know how, maybe it's just, I just keep going because I'm stubborn and I don't really listen to anybody. It's just like, maybe I want something so bad that it's like nothing really matters in my head, but I can't imagine those kids that were told the same thing about their dreams and they never achieved anything because their parents didn't support it, you know, or their parents or their, one of their parents would be very negative about it. And I guess the point, I, I don't really know what the point I'm trying to make, but I actually had this conversation with my boyfriend because I told him, I'm like, I feel so complete. Sure. I'm not a millionaire. You know, I'm not, I don't have mad coin in my pocket, but I'm complete because I'm achieving and doing everything and taking the steps towards achieving what I want with my life, not what my parents want. Yep. And I'm so content and I'm a genuinely fulfilled, happy person. And, you know, now that I'm with my boyfriend who, you know, I, I keep telling him cause he wants to, he, he's been a musician. He's a, he's a musician and he's been making music, making beats and making songs for the past 10 years, but nobody ever pushed him or like really believed in him and he would do it and he was successful at it, but he never took it really to the next level. And I looked at him, you know, cause he didn't go to school. He didn't, he didn't, he doesn't have like a backup plan. Like his backup plan right now is like working construction and blah, 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 and doing all those things. But I'm like, babe, like he was like getting really stressed out. And I was like, no, like, what's your fucking dream? Is this your dream? And I'm like, no, you're going to fucking do it. You're going to fucking do it. I don't care if we're going to be fucking dead broke for the next one, two, three years. But like I did it. It took me a few years. I struggled, but I'm so at peace and content that if you are going to achieve the same peace and content, you're going to be successful. You mm -hmm. know, like the kid's talented. I wouldn't, you know, like if you fucking sucked, I'd be like, all right, babe, like maybe something else. But I just see how he be like, you know, he was stressed out and anxiety ridden and had a lot of panic attacks. And a lot of it is due to his father, how he treated him. And it was similar to mine, but probably worse. And I'm just like, this kid is so anxiety ridden when I first met him and like, so like all over the place. And the second he started getting support from me, like, mental support and like you mm. could do this you're good enough you got this his music fucking transformed from like literally level two to like level fucking 100 and he's calmed down he's less anxious he's more focused and he's becoming more at peace with himself because he's doing what he wants to do and there's people that are now starting to support him and i feel like a lot of relationships like our parents are in they weren't <laughs> supported by their parents to follow their dreams so they're just like projecting their faults and their failures into us like well my parents didn't support my dream of being this or being that so fuck that I'm not gonna support your stupid dream of being this or doing that you're gonna do you're gonna be a teacher you're gonna be a lawyer you're gonna be this you're gonna be something that can like just get you by get your nine to five and like so you can have like a basic house or a basic car and whatever and that's really all like they think that's good parenting but they are literally creating a society of anxiety ridden miserable motherfuckers that is too many of them and they're coexisting and now they're fucking reproducing and there's more anxiety ridden fucking crazy motherfuckers out there and it's <laughs> it, just never gonna end because and it all, is it is hereditary and literally all you need is just some fucking positivity reinforcement it's like you could fucking do this you can fucking do this is it yeah. so hard and it's like not everybody is meant to be a doctor or a lawyer or an astro fucking physician some people are meant to, you know what? If my daughter wanted to be a fucking stripper, I'd make sure that bitch is the fucking hottest, best stripper on that goddamn strip club pole that ever existed. 
But if she's fucking happy and content and she's spreading that happiness and positivity <laughs> in the fucking world, that's all I care about because I'm tired of all these negative motherfuckers out there. So yes, how your parents fucking treat you and how they, you know, interact with you really affects your, you know, psych. And it does. And then you, you know, like I, I literally like my mom's like, well, why the fuck are you supporting like your boyfriend's dream of being a rapper or a musician or this? I'm like, because one, he's fucking good enough and he's going to fucking make it. And two, I don't want to be miserable like you and dad when I'm in my fucking fifties, because you guys didn't chase and want and accomplish what you guys wanted. It's just mm-hmm. like, it's so evident that these people are so miserable. I'm not saying like my parents, like people out there. And it's like, also, I don't understand the mothers that say to their daughters or sons, well, I gave up my dream for you. No, bitch, you were just too fucking lazy to get yourself organized and chase after what you wanted because I know plenty of bitches that fucking have done it. Mm-hmm. So that's just an excuse Preach. for you. It's fucked up. And I'm like, I refuse that. You know, it's like, let's say like, I, I'm, I don't know. I wanted to be a model at 19 and let's say I got pregnant. All right, give birth to the child get in shape and go after it. Bring your child to work. I've seen so many girls like bring their kids to work and like, what are they going to say? No, you can't work this job because your baby's here. I have nobody to leave my baby with. You just got to take, you know, just got to go after it. You got to, you know, you just got to be like, well, this is me. Do you accept me? Yes. If not, then somebody else will. But it's just so crazy how I think parents lack um, the proper tools because they weren't raised right. And I feel like maybe this generation is starting to wake up and like kind of seeing like a reverse example of like what not to be. And uh, I, sorry, I, you go ahead. I actually have a theory when you're done. Sorry. Okay. And I'm just saying like, I like, for example, I look how my parents parents and me and I'm like, I don't want to do that to my kid because it didn't work for me. And the struggle and anxiety and internal battles that I have with myself every day um, are just not worth it. And mm-hmm. Had they, you know, been like, you could do this, you can model, you could do this, dude, I could have been like fucking Kendall Jenner by now, you know, like, or I don't know, Cindy Crawford. Yeah. But it's just, if you have a talent for something and, you know, like I'm skinny and I'm tall, like something has to stick at this point, you know, but why not just give your kid the support for a little bit? And if it's really not going anywhere in like five years, like, let's say you're 18, by the time you're 23, you could still go back to school. You can still do the plan B. But imagine if everybody achieved their dreams and everybody was just like, you know, happy, how much less negativity and anxiety and panic attacks would be in this fucking world. Just because the people that were raised by, I think that their parents did a shitty fucking job and they weren't smart enough to realize that. Yeah. I don't know. If anybody comes for Elena saying that she's naive for anything that she just fucking said, I swear to God, I will hunt you down and there there will be negative repercussions. Do not. I mean, why would I be naive for saying that? Exactly. You're not. But a lot of people have a very morbid sense of humor or like mindset about this type, these types of subjects. And they would say that the world, the world isn't made for that to happen. For people well, to actually make it in their dreams. Well, you know what? I look at the fucking successful people. I don't look at the, that, those kinds of people because they're clearly fucking where they are, miserable coming for me because 
like what that's your personal problem. You're a negative person and maybe something isn't going right in your life. And I would suggest, how about you take a long, deep look inside of yourself and ask yourself, why are you coming for me? Because I'm not coming for you. I'm trying to help you. But you look at Mark Cuban, you know, he's from mother. Like, I don't know if he's an immigrant or not. He comes from like a Russian background or like Eastern European background with crazy parents. I'm sure he mm-hmm. was sleeping on, sleeping on a fucking park bench, but he believed in something so hard and he achieved it. Jeff Bezos, you know, um, well, like a lot of successful people were told, no, like you can't do this. This isn't going to happen. Um, the woman that wrote Harry Potter, JK Rowling, like, Everyone How many times was down. she rejected and she wasn't supported? And it's like these people never gave up and they got somewhere. And now I'm assuming they're happy people. I mean, the way like I see them in interviews and stuff, like I would like to think that they're spreading positive. Like the lady gave away half of her fucking money to like a charity. You know, Bill Gates gave a lot of his money away to, you know, people that are in need. So it's like if that doesn't scream positivity, then I don't know what does. And I'm just asking people to wake up and just like, Instead of spreading negativity, you're never going to get anywhere with negativity. You know, when you're negative or giving off negative vibes, you're not going to get a positive result out of it. So like, let's say, you know, you don't agree with something I'm saying, Logan, right? Mm-hmm. You could be like, shut the fuck up, you dumb bitch. How do you think I'm going to take that? I'm not going to be very thrilled. I'll probably punch you in the face. But <laughs> if you were like, listen, like, listen, Lena, like I understand where you're coming from, but I have to disagree with this. And this is my reasoning for it. Then I would be open to listening. You know, there's, it's the approach. It's the approach, how you approach things. So just like hitting a child in the face, like slapping them or slapping their ass for doing something wrong, instead of just pulling the child aside, waiting for them to come down and be like, Hey, sweetie, what's going on? Mm -hmm. Why did you just do that? Why did you just throw a temper tantrum? Why did you just throw your bowl of cereal on the ground? How do you feel is everything okay is something going on do you think that kid's gonna throw the cereal bowl again probably not they're you know like they're gonna tell you what's wrong and you'll come to a resolution together and that's good parenting hitting a kid is not never gonna result in a good outcome just like telling your kid you can't do this you're too stupid hey listen maybe your kid's just not meant for fucking math class i wasn't i failed algebra twice in high school all right but guess what when it came to fucking uh, you know, like, shit, what class was I good at? <laughs> like, <laughs> I fucking failed all I, of my stuff. I promise she's intelligent, you guys. No, but like English class, you know, when I was actually interested in like reading and mm-hmm. writing and expressing my opinions on different subjects, like I was really good at that, but I fucking couldn't understand math. Like, am I going to be told I'm stupid because I failed algebra twice? No, my brain's just doesn't work that way. And it's just like, I don't know whatever i i'm just all about supporting everybody not being negative not hating unless someone is really like i don't know like somebody you know is like i'm the best guitarist ever but they really just can't play even one string then i would be like all right sweetie that's not gonna feed you um (laughs) good 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 vibes good vibes that's that's what we're saying all i'm saying is you could get so much more done by being positive whether it's parenting or being a friend or you know a spouse it, it, it's you're just gonna be so much more fulfilled and happier mm-hmm. i just feel like i literally went on a rant you did but that's not a problem whatsoever it's not like because 
we we have trauma just like everyone else does and by sharing our trauma it we seem more uh in for a lack of better terms uh, approachable for people to actually listen to us yeah and it one second okay sorry i'm literally flossing my teeth i love it alistair just started doing something weird in the carpet and i had to yeah get him to cut it out but yeah no like you there's going to be many 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 more rants on this podcast because we you know we have trauma just like everybody else does and you know we're creating a community um for people who are seeking information granted we are not professionals we are not i mean (laughs) yeah hopefully you can tell by the way we actually fucking speak that we're not professionals (laughs) but um you know, we give out information that we find um, on artic- in articles and uh, published documents and such like that. I do, at least. Um, but we're talking about our personal opinions. We're not professionals, anything like that. But we just hope that we do actually continue to make a good community for everyone who is seeking yeah, information. Just- personal experiences and Mm -hmm. I'm speaking seriously from personal experiences like from how I was raised what was what I like when I look back because I'm a very analytical person so I look back um you know I want to know where my anxiety stems from is it my relationships is it my parents is it my friends is it you know what is it and you know, so if you're suffering from anxiety or panic attacks, or you're very unhappy with the way your life is like, just ask yourself, look inwards and be like, what could have caused this? Because a lot of the times it's not even you because, you know, there, some people just process information and things very differently from like me or from you. So sometimes it's just so nice to be honest with yourself and look inwards. Like, why do I feel this way? Why? why am I not successful at what I want to do? Because the the answer is everybody, if you're so passionate about something and you know, you're living for something like whatever your dream is, there's nobody in your way stopping you except for you. Um, Even the way like, you know, your parents might talk to you or your friends, you still can choose to you know, take that information in, but you have the choice of listening to it or being like, no, you're wrong. And a lot of people I understand are not as strong as other people mentally. And some people do need support. Like, for example, I see like, you know, the person that I'm with, like he needs a lot of support, a lot of saying you're fucking good. You're fucking great. Just because he's been so like torn down by like his, you know, his ex-girlfriend and, you know, his father. And I'm just like, I understand. I understand like, you know, the both sides. Cause I'm very cold hearted. I'm told, but you know, and he's a really same kind hearted. Yeah. So I'm just like, no, no, babe, like that's wrong. That's wrong. And so I hope my goal by sharing this podcast is like, if you're a parent and listening, you know, try maybe not to be, you know, physically abusive or mentally abusive towards your child and question what you say, because that affects that child, not in five years or 10 years, but 20, 25 years down the road. Until they're able to get help. 
Exactly. And then they will sometimes have a kid and, you know, act the way the parent raised them towards their own child, creating a domino effect. Yep. It's a very destructive cycle. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like, when is the cycle going to be broken? And Mm -hmm. it's just, I'm speaking on it because I feel like I broke my cycle, you know, like of that kind of stuff. So I just want to share it with other people and just be like, be mindful, like think about it, think what you say to people, how you say things. And a lot of people don't like to accept the blame. They just like to point fingers. That's not my fault. That's your fault. No, like sometimes it's your Mm -hmm. own fucking fault and you need to admit it. And I take full responsibilities of things when I'm wrong. I'm like, no, I did this to myself. You know, no, I did this. Yes, I hurt you. Or I'm taking responsibility for X, Y, and Z. But a lot of people can't do that. You Mm -hmm. know, like, I even asked um, my mom to go to therapy and she literally was like, well, we can go, but nothing's going to get resolved because you're not going to change. And I'm like, I understand that I'm not perfect, but that's an interesting statement to me because I'm like, well, what makes you think that you don't need to change? You know, Mm -hmm. so just really being open minded and really self analytical of oneself and how you project things into the world, I think could make this world a better place. I agree. Yeah. And I think it's very important for parents and new parents, because you're given a brand new baby or a brand new child or a brand new, any something don't taint it because it's, uh, it's rough to untaint (laughs) a child. Once you taint it, you know, um don't take it yeah just don't take your negativity and your poor life choices out on the child because yeah then you get me and logan yeah there you go (laughs) anxiety you're in full-fledged depression (laughs) yeah with bipolar disorder yeah um anxiety ridden panic attacks um they've gotten you know, they definitely diminished. Um, I don't, I used to have depressing thoughts. I don't think I was ever really depressed. Um, but definitely, I don't think, I don't think I'm bipolar. I definitely suffer from major, 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 major anxiety and panic attack disorder and paranoia. And, uh, you know, I thought I could fix it with food because for perfect example, my parents are like, oh, it's the food you eat. You eat too much of this or too much of that. And I literally went to the doctor and the doctor's like, no, you have anxiety because of your past and you need to deal with the past. Can certain things make your anxiety worse? Yes. But eating something is not going to give you a fucking panic attack. He's like, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. You know, so And I feel like so many people struggle with anxiety, depression, um, different disorders, paranoia, panic attacks, that it's just like, I didn't realize how common it is. And uh, I just think it needs to be talked about. And I think we need to just understand where it comes from. And I really do think that our, excuse me, our childhoods have a lot to do with it, a lot. I agree. Most definitely agree with that. You know, so. Yeah. 
I like, I really enjoyed this topic. Me too. There's so much, you know, to be said. And I'm obviously not presentable. I literally look like a crack whore. So Logan, can we make another episode of this where I have my makeup done and maybe put my wig on so we can broadcast it on YouTube so people can actually put a name to the face? Yeah. Thank you. Did I say anything offensive? Do you think? Did I no. sound like dumb no. or crazy? Mm-mm, not at all. I apologize if some people's feelings are hurt. I, I don't mean to. I'm just speaking my tr- my mind care. and my truth, you know. So if I, you have further questions, you guys can DM me on my Instagram at Miss Leanna Sky. And, uh, you know, any questions or anything like you may have, you can ask me or Logan. You can message him on his Instagram. At TyLogan10. Uh, or you Logan, can share your Instagram. Yeah, or at TyLogan10. Or you can do send us a DM on Instagram at L and L unfiltered. L N L, the number yes. or the letter N. Yep. Or you can message us on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. So perfect. But yeah, I just want this world to be a better place. And I feel like there's no use of talking about it and not actually putting it out there or trying. Like, I hate when people complain and talk about things. And my boyfriend says the same thing. He's like, I hate when people just talk about things and complain like politics, right? But they're not fucking doing anything about it to change it. They're just sitting there complaining. So it's like, well, I'm complaining about it. And I'm like, I don't want to be that person who just complains about it. I want to actually do something about it. So if I can change or help one person and person's mindset or, you know, change their life yeah. for the better, then my mission's done. Like I helped one person, you know, that, that's all I really care about. Like, mm-hmm. I just want at least one more happier person. And I want them to know that they're not alone. And then there's nothing wrong with them and that it's okay, you know, and yeah, it's all going to be fine. It's all going to be fine. You and you damn coffee. I'm, ooh, I'm going to beat your ass because I'm jealous. I want some. It's just a little black coffee from Whole Foods. Uh, I don't care. I, I, <laughs> I want need coffee. caffeine. I'm like drinking water, drinking coffee. Like I got to get a pee. That's fine okay well i think we can end it there <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening do you yeah. hear my voice it's like so raspy yeah that look that means that you got a lot out and i would 110 percent rather do something that you are passionate about like cover something that you are passionate about than not because it's not going to hit the way that we want it to hit if you're not passionate yeah. about it so um, this was a really, it was really fun doing this episode, uh, doing a little bit of research on it kind of reminded me of back when I went, was in school, uh, in college. And I actually pulled up the CDC on, on like, uh, key findings, uh, treatment and, uh, disruptive behavioral problems, uh, what works with children. And, you know, I was just going over that and, you know, covering, making sure that we didn't say anything that was, um, too abstract or, uh incorrect um but yeah we you know we didn't say anything that was over the line and um i i really enjoyed that class because uh or 
um the it was like introductory to human de- life development or human span development something like that mm-hmm. and um I just really enjoyed it because I was going to school to be a um, counselor uh, or a therapist, psychiatrist, whichever you'd prefer. Um, But yeah, uh, thanks guys for listening. We really enjoyed doing this episode for you guys. Yes, we did. Sorry for ranting. I feel like I'm just so like passionate about it that I just needed to get it all out, whether it made sense or not. DM me for clarifications. <laughs> oh lord but all love here mad love to everybody that's listening our sub count is growing and our playtime and our plays are growing so thank you guys so much for supporting this podcast and you know what you guys can even like dm us on lnl unfiltered our instagram for this podcast and you could tell us topics that you guys want yeah. us to cover you know because we're here doing this for you guys. So we just obviously had to get the bull start like rolling, but anything you guys want us to talk about or cover, like answer any of your questions, like, you know, let us know. And we're totally game for that. Absolutely. Um, And like, if you have anchor or Spotify, I think there's an option where you can uh, click to send us an audio clip of you asking those questions or giving us those topics instead of just sending us an email that gets sent right to me. And um, I can actually use that audio clip in the recording. And, you know, you can actually be in the episode with your voice. So you could do that. Uh, The more the merrier. Exactly. Um, Or if you just want to give us like a, you know, a kind, nice uh, compliment, we'll take that as well. All right, you guys, so we'll see you in our next podcast next week. Yes, ma'am. All right. Bye, guys.